Jurassic World. Make way for Thrash and Throw T-Rex. Stomp through the jungle with earth-shaking sounds. Nothing stands in her way. She's chopping down the food chain. Uh-oh, dinosaurs are chasing Owen. Whoa, the T-Rex surprise attacks and saves him. The T-Rex rules this kingdom. Jurassic World Thrash and Throw T-Rex. Other dinosaurs and figure each sold separately. Use your device to scan and learn with the Jurassic World Facts app. Look for the official mark. This podcast is uh, brought to you by Apartments.com. Change oh. your apartment. Change the Jurassic World. took me a second to figure out what was happening that was a good impression wasn't it 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 was well i mean yeah i mean it didn't yeah it did take me a second because i was figuring out what you were doing (laughs) (laughs) but you were jeff goldblum um um you know um, yeah um um, um, uh, obviously uh, i'm the top scientist in my field mm, oh yes mm, ah mm mm-hmm yeah. Mm. Uh, 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 so if you uh, weren't able to tell by the uh, flawless impressions here, we we have gathered here today after a while of not being here uh, to talk about a movie that you saw on a plane and said With snakes. Yeah. And you said that this would probably be a pretty good movie for this. And I'd been wanting to watch this for a while. And so we watched uh, Jurassic world fallen, fallen kingdom. kingdom. Ah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Is ah, this, mm-hmm. is this the first Jurassic park related anything we've done on this podcast? You know, I want to say it is. Yeah. What else would we have done? Jurassic park three, Ooh, maybe. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Mm, yes. Ah, ah. Mm, yes. Hmm. Yes, no, we have not, to my knowledge. I feel like we have talked about this movie in other podcasts, which is unusual because yeah. I don't know what would have been close <laughs> to this. Uh, Jurassic Park, one of the best movies of all time, but mm, the Jurassic yes, Park is. franchise, I would say, usually just has diminishing returns all, th- say, all throughout. I'd, I'd say it's fine in its way in um, the world. But I can't. I left this way. movie. I'm. I'm gonna show my hand a little bit. But I left this movie thinking that a this is a better movie. Let me explain it this way. This is a better should sequel. I, should I be looking at your hand because you said no. I'm gonna show my hand and I'm just looks like you're conducting. No, that's a, that's a poker term saying ah. saying I'm gonna tell you the. I didn't know if this was a magic trick because I have, I didn't know how long I should stare at your hand. Uh, it's not a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm now disappointed. Just. Magic mind. I, you've work. completely lost my interest. Okay. Continue, and I will not listen. Right. <laughs> I will say that this is both a better sequel to Jurassic World than The Lost World is a sequel to Jurassic Park, if that makes sense. It does. I just had to write it out in my head a little bit. Yeah. And then. So you're saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, what are your thoughts on The Lost World, Jurassic Park 2? <laughs> Oh, now I know which order it falls in. God, I don't know. I mean, I love Jeff Goldblum. I love me some Jeff Goldblum. Julianne Moore is a little weird, and I also don't understand uh, the daughter thing. The gymnastic thing? Yeah. The second movie is fine. Is that the one where that guy kind of is like frolicking? No, that's the third one. Okay, that's the third one. Oh, and Vince, uh, Vincer. Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, isn't it? I almost called him Vince Taylor or yeah. something. And he's like, he's really like not funny at all. And no, he's super a straight, straight character. character. And he's like, 
Uh, look, looks like there's some some things going on over there in the yeah. jungle there. Yeah. Does he die in that? I don't know. He probably runs like this. In, like frolics <laughs> like a little he's bit. conducting while he's running. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's a good movie. I think the best scene is when the trailer goes over the edge and uh, Julianne Moore falls on the glass and almost dies. Yeah. But then she gets right back up. Yeah. It would have been that. better if she just died. Yeah. It would have been more realistic if she died. And then, I mean, yeah. that would have been great. You're not a big, you're not a big Julianne Moore fan at all. I think I kind of get it from you. Why? What makes you think I'm not a fan? I don't know because she's naked all the time, and you seem to comment on that. I'm fine with that. I'm not. I mean, she, she has, has weird boobs. Yeah, who I mean, doesn't? She, she, but her nipples are strange. But <laughs> she does. She does get naked a lot. Because <laughs> what? Is, she's naked in like the Big Lebowski. Yeah. In some other movies. Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. I've never seen Chloe. Oh, yeah. The Lost World. She shows her tits a little bit. She (laughs) does. So does Jeff Goldblum. He shows his tits. It's it's a decent film. Yeah. I don't really know why we need sequels to some of these movies. Well, because it's very popular. Yeah, but I mean, I could have lived life with just one Jurassic Park. And been completely well, happy. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess technically you still can. You can just not acknowledge that these new movies come out. Would you say that Jurassic Park 3 is a better movie than Jurassic Park 2, The Lost World? Jurassic Park Oh, God. 2? I think I get a lot of laughs out of Jurassic Park 3. Yeah, I think I like it better. I think I do. I think I do too, just because it's so like laughable and funny. Yeah. Like the scene on the plane where Alan is sitting there, and then there's a velociraptor because he's yeah. dreaming, and he goes, it turns to him and he's Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I remember just watching that on TV one day when I was a sophomore in high school and dying. I was just laughing so hard and I just I feel like I just didn't even pay attention to the rest of the movie and then I watched it later in life and I really thought it was just like a funny yeah. movie it just has a lot of holes and the actors are really yeah. terrible have you ever so. watched Sam Neill in another movie uh what's the movie where he's in space and he's crazy event horizon I've seen event what horizon. besides that I mean I feel like I have he's in Jumanji right Who's he in Jumanji? I don't think he's in Jumanji. I think I made that up. I don't know. But I feel like I've seen him in other things. But I probably haven't. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't see Event Horizon until I was older. So Yeah. And he got that part because of Jurassic Park. Because of the scene where he takes off his glasses and he looks like a psycho for a second? No, because they were just like, oh, that guy's probably not super expensive. And he's he's a smart guy. So he'd be perfect for this movie. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I just feel like we're on this kick in Hollywood right now where we are remaking and doing sequels to a lot of films that it's just time to, you know, put it in the box, <laughs> <laughs> put it in with the Cenobites and let it just kind of Oh, I cannot there. wait for an expensive Hellraiser remake. I can wait. That would be great. I, I actually want to make it somehow All right. well i mean if you do it it'll be fine i'll be the uh main cenobite yeah. i'll be pinhead yeah the lead uh, cenobite i'll just wear some uh stilts or something so i'm no, not a five foot tall don't do that Cons- consider this my audition i will tear <laughs> your soul apart I will expect the script in my mailbox tomorrow morning. <laughs> Thank you. That's some fast I, I, FedEx. And... I can wait for that. And like Mary Poppins Returns is coming out. Is anyone like 
you are all different people. Get out of here. I mean, none of them. And Dick Van Dyke's there. Is he like, I'm the only chimney sweep here? <laughs> it just doesn't. It's so fucking weird. And the kids are grown up and they're like, yeah. oh, Mary Pullman's is back. And I'm like, yeah. And she's dead because this movie came out in the 60s. Well, she's supposed to be like an immortal being, isn't she? Yeah, but the kids are like 10 years older. Yeah. So. Do you think she comes down and she's like, I'm Mary Poppins. And they're like, no, you're fucking yeah, not. Yeah, lock the doors. <laughs> like, no, you're fucking not. You're an imposter. And then like, Lin- you stole her identity. <laughs> Lin-Manuel comes down the chimney and they're like, turn the gas on. Turn <laughs> light them on fire. Someone's robbing us. <laughs> and this movie is a perfect example of, you know, when it's time to just say, I think we're good here. Yeah. I think we should just... You know, oh, turn this into a like box set and be done. <laughs> well, I will say this. In addition to this being a better sequel than The Lost World, I will say that this movie is not a great movie, but it is a better movie than Jurassic World 1. Man, you are getting like, I have to draw this out well, on a map. Yeah, but do you get what, <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Like, I do, but I don't agree like, that it's better. Well, I just really didn't like that last movie at all. And um, I thought that the this movie, world one, that yeah, they were like, okay. And I just, I thought this movie, you know, took what it had to work with, with that, like the cast and everything, but it did like a little bit more interesting stuff. Like the howling at the moon, the Indoraptor dinosaur, I thought was really cool looking. And I just thought overall the movie was a, a little bit better than the last one, which isn't saying a lot because I didn't like the last one. Don't you think it's funny that you're saying though, like how much did this movie cost? Oh, I don't know. $200 million. Yeah. Or but you're saying like, I think it's good. They worked with what they had. Like yeah. if I had $200 million, well, no, I guess I wouldn't just work with what Well, they only have $200 million because they have only. Chris Pratt. Oh God. And they have Steven Spielberg working on it, you know, like, so, yeah. they, so that's where the money is going. I get it. And that's what I mean by working with what they have. I think Chris Pratt is awful in these movies he really is i miss him in like parks and rec when he was all fat like i hate him now. and it's just stupid the thing that's most like infuriating about his character owen in these movies is that i can picture of a velociraptor in the next movie blue will come back and be like owen Owen, (laughs) kill me he'll be like driving a jeep right next to him or something and he'll be like oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) Treat, treat. Click, click, come, come, click, click, come click, here, click, come click. here. Stop, halt. He's a horrible, halt. horrible trainer. But yeah, <laughs> um, and when he looks at the camera and he's like, "Jesus, yeah. that I didn't. <laughs> Did you? Oh, oh, let's look again." <laughs> yeah. so stupid. But the most frustrating thing about Owen's character is that there's no real like slant to it. No, he's, he's just totally just like a regular ass macho dude that building his own house out the, in the middle yeah, of nowhere it's like something that you'd see a parody of in, yeah. in a movie but they're taking it totally seriously like he's like i'm gonna go build a motherfucking cabin my old bitch comes to see me she's just gonna see me putting a roof on my motherfucking cabin that's because i'm a motherfucking look at my balls <laughs> He was naked when he was doing that. Not smart when you have a staple gun in your hand. He just doesn't come off as the guy who would be training a, an animal behaviorist for dinosaurs. <laughs> no. Well, does anyone? Like, I I can't think of anyone who would be an yeah. animal behaviorist for dinosaurs. Yeah, he seems like some guy that's like, I, I work on a construction site during the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm really into Jesus. Yeah. And, he and I don't know. Like, I don't know. Did, Chris Pratt seems like he's been body snatched or something <laughs> since Parks well, yeah. and Rec. 
I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. No. He is a really just, I don't know. I would think he would be hilarious. It's so funny to me when you see people who are funny for a living and they're not funny at all, or they're just really weird and kind of awkward. Like Kate McKinnon is kind of weird and awkward. She's hilarious. Michael Richards is bone serious in real life. Yeah. And so his Instagram, he's apparently super religious. Yeah. And there's one post, I'll have to see if I can dig it up, but it's, I think, Easter, several, several years ago. And he made a cross, like a giant (laughs) crucifix with his brother. Sorry, this is so ridiculous. His brother? His brother or somebody, like a family member. And he lives near a hill, or he did, and he takes the crucifix and he carries it up the hill and there's a picture of him and he goes, he is risen. I'm I'm He's... doing this to show my love of Jesus Christ and like whatever. And it's just like, he just built a giant, like what do you do with a giant crucifix when you're done with it? You could make it into a giant like puppet handle and like, because <laughs> it looks like one of those marionette things yeah he's a really weird guy he's not funny and he does these things where he tries to be funny and he's doing all these setups because he's all built yeah. now and he goes i'm doing sit-ups for people with als <laughs> and i'm like oh i was hoping that would be something funny not als yeah and I'm sad. I, yeah i don't know um i was <laughs> when avengers came out in infinity war they were doing a fuck mary kill with um you know different people in the avengers like, so I'd fuck Spider-Man, I'd yeah. marry Scarlet Witch, and I'd kill Scarlet Johansson or something. That's weird, because they're the same person. And so oh, no, the, they're not. <laughs> and so it shows all the Avengers that they that they interviewed, and they're, like, playing along, and it goes to him, and he's like, oh, man, like, I really don't like this game, because I have to curse to play it. He's Shut like, up. He's like, so I would, I would love... Thor, and I'd blah, 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 blah. And I was like, God, come on. It's, it reminds me of, uh, you know... GD, yeah, <laughs> just exactly. say it. Exactly. Just say it. It reminds you of GD. Yeah, it reminds me of people who don't like it when you say "goddamn." Yeah, G- GD. They just said GD a lot. I'm like, good, d- dear, good, good day, good day. <laughs> I said GD, sir. It's like, well, it's. I think that's good day, but you were very aggressive, so I'm gonna go with goddamn. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just. I can't kinda, believe he did that. I can believe he did but, that. Well, I mean, that, and so it's just like, you know, he's going full hog on the I'm a religious actor <laughs> thing. So, And him and Anna Faris divorced. Did they? Yeah, because he's dating Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter now or something, <laughs> which is really bizarre. That is bizarre. She doesn't look anything like him. Well, and it's, that's good. To clarify, <laughs> he had her with Maria Schreiber. It's not like an illegitimate daughter. And yeah, they divorced and it was one of those Instagram posts where it's like, you heard it here first, folks, we're getting a divorce, going to tell you like it is. And it's like, you're not fucking telling us like it is. Something happened here. And I I wonder what it was. And I've noticed that ever since she isn't with him, she's been funnier like she was back when she did Scary Movie. So I'm like, that guy must just be a fucking vampire. He must just be like, (laughs) what would Jesus do bracelets? We need to put them on our son as soon as he comes out of the womb. He needs to be, what would Jesus do all the time? Sucking on your boob? What would Jesus do? (laughs) Like That is so him. And I just can imagine he was a... (laughs) Sucking on your boob? What would Jesus do? (laughs) He'd be like, I'm fucking Jesus. I don't need boob. I just feel nourishment within me. I got wine in my boob. Praise me. I'm Jesus. (laughs) I love it. I love that. I would breastfeed as an adult if someone had wine in their boob. 
So, and so he's just a douche. But. <laughs> so not, that notwithstanding, I do like uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in this I movie. I do too. I, she's I think good. she's a good actress. She always has like sweaty cleavage in these movies and I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, Speaking of breastfeeding for one. Yeah, but you know, I don't know why they make her cleavage Oops, so sweaty, sweaty in it this movie. It must just be sweaty. I don't think that they <laughs> but have they to do, do But anything. they do. In the last movie, she was like reflective with how sweaty <laughs> she was. sparkly. Yeah. Yeah. That, why are people so sweaty in these? It's either A, that they are running around and they're yeah. really fucking sweaty. I mean, I guess they were next to lava and a volcano in this movie, so. Yeah, but Chris Pratt's just like rolling around on the ground. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that lava was right there next to him and he you was think fine. <laughs> yeah, and he's like perfectly dry and stuff. Yeah, do you wouldn't th- you have third degree burn? <laughs> being that close to lava but it's like a paralyzed <laughs> it's like as soon as ron howard's daughter shows up on set they're like they're like spray her down <laughs> get right under that little limp there make sure you get that nice and moist she's just like why am i so sweaty in these movies i will tell you though it is the worst when your under boob is sweaty yeah it is just uncomfortable well, it's like you're in a swimsuit but there's no <laughs> pool around well they they glamorize it they don't give her the under boob sweat they give her the over boob sweat and, and i don't and know nothing, how that happens nothing but then. the that's like lactation sweat. or something yeah but she's good in this and uh i will say that the like the sidekick characters the <laughs> oh, like God. the kids the nerdy dweeby yeah girl and boy i will say that they are better in this movie than they were in the last movie. they were in the last movie no 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 but i'm them. saying the kid characters in the last oh one my god i hope were they worse died. they were yeah the kid characters <laughs> in the last movie were worse than these characters yeah he's like hey you want to go in the gyrosphere or whatever yeah <laughs> We're not compatible. Yeah, Uh, it's just weird. But it was weird, too, because I felt like there was just something not connecting with the actors. There was a common thread missing where none of the actors seemed to have any connection with one another. I felt more of a connection between Jeff Goldblum and the invisible judge that he was talking (laughs) to. They they really didn't want to show that judge. (laughs) And I don't know who it was or if it was Congress, but like... They like I felt more of a connection in those like two minutes of the film than I did the rest of the movie. Yeah, what if the judge was Richard Attenborough? That'd be perfect. <laughs> He's like, welcome to Judge Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they really just suspiciously didn't want to show anybody that he was talking to. At I mean, all. they must have. They must have done like one of those overhead. They had know. judge. They had judge <laughs> Judge Goldblum. They had Jeff Goldblum. For 12 hours, probably, to make this thing. Like, they did not shoot anything other than a couple of shots of him giving this monologue, right? I don't... Yeah, I think that was it. Like, And he was not Ian Malcolm at all. He was, like, Ian Malcolm when he went on, like, like, anti-anxiety medication or (laughs) something. He should have been, like, you know, having people come up and then dripping water on their (laughs) hands and being like, it's chaos theory. It's chaos. Yeah, he's like, see, see? see, It's going to drip in a different direction. (laughs) Because we have turned the tides <laughs> of uh, uh, the the world. Yeah. Humanity. Yeah, it turns out I'm just sitting here uh, talking to myself. Right? <laughs> that, I, that, that is chaos theory. <laughs> oh, it's so, it's just weird. But I, I, that, I don't even remember their names. They're totally forgettable characters. The kids? Yeah. Well, one of them is a paleontologist. Gynecological uh, <laughs> veterinarian, paleontologist veterinarian. Can't get that on a degree these days. Yeah. And then uh, Justice Smith, who uh, 
is just like a hacker boy or something. Oh, and he's just weird because they're like going yeah. to get on the plane. He's in uh, he's Detective Pikachu. I hope he's better in that than he was in this. Oh, God. <laughs> is it possible? I don't know. Is it? Can he do it? Because his whole character was just kind of boiled down to like, I shouldn't even be here. <laughs> yeah. I need a calculator stat. <laughs> can someone give me a fucking calculator? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I've got to remove all these firewalls from the lava. It's always funny when people hack in movies and they go, I'm in. Yeah. Uh-uh-uh. I didn't say the magic word. They haven't called back to that in any Jurassic Park sequel. And that's like one of the most memorable things to reference. Is that guy still alive? Wayne Knight? Yeah. Yeah. What does he look like these days? He looks pretty much the same. He hasn't he's, lost he's any actually, weight? No, he's actually lost. Diabetes? No, he's actually lost a ton of weight. Has he? Yeah, well, I I don't know if uh, and and so Samuel L. Jackson was also in it. Yeah, many forget. Yeah, well, he died. Yeah, he did. That's true. He, and so did was... the lawyer with his pants down. Yeah, there is that one guy played by um, I don't know who he what the actor's name is, but it was the guy who played Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Oh, he was in it? Well, yeah, he was like the hunter guy. And he was sort of like... Oh, that was him? Yeah. And no he, shit. He's like this movie's version of the Lost World's Pete Postlewaite's character, you know? Who the hell is Pete Postlewaite? Well, he's that... He's that oh, is he the one that's like, clever girl? No, well, no. no. Well, that would have been that version. He's the poacher guy that has like the car seat that comes out of the Jeep uh, on the side. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's in James and the Giant Peach and stuff. And he has a funny voice. Yes. <laughs> and he's not intimidating at all. So he was a weird villain to have. But Buffalo Bill gets his arm bitten off by the uh, Indoraptor. Yeah. And it's like... It's probably like the most gore they've ever done in a Jurassic Park movie, I would say, because you see his hand like fall off and and then he bites the rest of his hand and then eats him and everything. It's like usually for all the stuff that happens in a Jurassic Park movie, there's not a ton of gore. Yeah. I would say Samuel L. Jackson's arm in the first movie is probably the goriest it's ever been. So I think that it's the, the premise of this movie is interesting because it's basically we brought the dinosaurs back to life in Jurassic Park 1 and then we are now putting them in a fucking sea world tank and uh letting them eat people i mean we didn't let them they did yeah. it but and now Oh, they're about to be extinct again. Maybe this is a fucking sign yeah. that they shouldn't be alive. <laughs> so let's go to the island and save them and bring them to the United States and yeah. everything will be fine and sell them and auction them. That's the, I mean, just well, all of it is fucking that, That's the moral crux of the whole movie because the people who are trying to bring them back are, they have bad intentions. But Dr. Ian Malcolm is saying... Let this volcano take out all these dinosaurs because if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. Yeah, we shouldn't try and save them. Talking to Congress before or after. They well, he's are, talking to whoever. nobody. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's hallucinating. This is like an <laughs> acid flashback that he's having yeah. where he was in court. He wakes up in the bottom of the glass where that trailer is. Yeah. It wasn't Julianne Moore. It was him. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Inception. <laughs> Inception. Jeffception. Yes. My question is like, what, what do you think if it was you? And, and also like if all these dinosaurs were on this island and this volcano would theoretically kill them all. Yeah. Wouldn't that volcano have to be like pretty devastating to the world? Um, I would think it like would it, be emitting some toxic. So it depends on the size of the island. I am a geologist. <laughs> so um, based off of the size of quartz rocks, I would say 
lava travels at a million miles per hour. Yeah. So, yes. Man, what if lava was made out of quartz rocks? I don't know. <laughs> or vice versa. My stance on it would be if they are things that we cannot cage in and they are like devastating to the population of the earth. You would have to decide, like, if I am signing off on this, I am citing my death certificate, basically. So I would say no. I would be like, we're fucking... I would be against them being brought back to life in the first place. Really? Yeah, because... To bring something back to life just to put it in captivity is like pretty shitty. I mean, let it be free or something. If you're bringing back the dodo and you're putting it in like a glass case, why? Why why are you doing that? To study it or to like have it do tricks? It's just stupid. But at the same time, like all the the whole thing about the first movie was that it was a private company that was doing it. Yeah. So it doesn't seem out of the ordinary that someone like Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk would bring a dinosaur back to life these days uh, if he I had the, if he had the technology. Day. I don't know. It's it's kind of like you're disrupt. I'm not a religious person. It's like you're disrupting the like ecosphere. It's like you're disrupting the way of the world. They were put into extinction because of you know either the world couldn't care for them anymore or we basically made the world uninhabitable for them, whatever it is. And so why are you trying to kind of play God and bring them back to life? I'll play whatever there is. Yeah. So you're pro-volcano. Pro, well, I hate volcanoes. I'm pro death of the dinosaurs. So you're pro volcano. Hey, volcano, kill these dinosaurs. If you can keep like the cute little ones, that would be fine. But if you're keeping like the fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex in blue and letting them run through the streets of LA, I think that's pretty careless. Well, what if they're running through the streets of Isla Nublar? I don't know. If it's not connected to the U.S. I still think it's careless. I still think it's stupid. And basically, there were three, there have been three attempts for these dinosaurs to die. There was the first go. Then there was us bringing them back to life and then the volcano. And then they are left in this like warehouse where Chris Pratt kind of killed them because the ventilation system shut off and he put it and put in like cyanide or something was in the air. There were three different times where they should have died and they're just like, mm, my circus, my monkeys, whatever I do. I do. <laughs> it was just weird. I don't get it. The part where, uh, are you talking about the part where Chris Pratt uh, is dangling from the elevator shaft at the at the? No, top? there's this part where they're in like the one of the dioramas and he does something with one of the boxes and it says like, cyanide i don't know what it said it kind of was weird that it was in there and so it emits all of these gases into where the dinosaurs are <laughs> and then they're like oh shit the ventilation's gone and then they're like do we open the door and they're like oh, no yeah. and then the little girl goes i'm a clone i opened the door because <laughs> they're a clone too i'm a clone bitch and i'm just like what the fuck did you do and they're just like oh that's so sweet oh <laughs> oh you think you're a person <laughs> Yeah, all the uh, action scenes in this movie are pretty lame. I will say that they're interestingly shot. The camera angles are kind of crazy. It's almost like Sam Raimi shot this movie. But all the, like, every single action scene is not as interesting as anything in the first movie. No. Or maybe even in the second or third movie, I would say. But the Indoraptor is pretty cool looking. I liked when he climbed on those bones and he oh put and he put both of his hands around them. <laughs> and uh that was the, he had hands. That was that was the funny there. part of that whole scene because they're hiding underneath that statue of those bones. And uh, 
And the th- and the Indoraptor, it responds to sound, I guess, or something. It goes fucking apeshit whenever it hears yeah. a noise. Like it's it's weird. <laughs> well, it's usually the laser, and then a <laughs> yeah, it's weird. They're like crazy. they're like point this gun, and then it makes a noise in that direction. I don't know. Yeah, it's, you it's have like to have the- this one gun though, so it's not very useful. <laughs> it's like the end of uh, David Lynch's Dune, where they have those sound guns, where they have to be like whoa. <laughs> Could you imagine fighting a world war and you're like, oh, we'll do this with the endoraptors and people will just go out and shoot guns. And you're like, wait, so we're paying for the endoraptors, the guns and people. Shouldn't we be replacing the people with endoraptors? Yeah. Or just do robots and not do any of this bullshit. Or just like a nuclear bomb. Dare I say, I don't know. Or a volcano, because apparently that wipes everything out. But anyway, the endoraptor is about to find them. And then it sees, and they're like doing a pretty good job of hiding from they're it. They're really not. They're sitting like against a wall <laughs> yeah, where they're but, very visible. But then the walkie talkie goes off, and the interrupter's like, ah, oh, walkie talkie, fuck, ah. And then, um, <laughs> and it's like completely looking in the opposite direction from where they are. And then it cuts to Chris Pratt, and he's just like, oh. <laughs> front of this fucking endoraptor and he's like oh no he's gonna see us now and i would just be like god let him be seen we'll just stay here like he's the bait let him run but it's so weird because it's like you guys were probably fine you didn't have to (laughs) shout and and start running away well there's a second part where they also scream again for no reason it's the little girl he's trying to attack chris pratt and and price dallas or whatever name yeah and uh She's running and she looks back and he's doing nothing but disrupting the diorama because he's not like able to eat them. And she just turns and she's a good 50 feet away and he's not looking at her at all. And she goes, ah! and then he turns around and like oh, yeah. somehow gets into her bedroom because he's a dog. I don't know because he, can, he sniffs yeah. things and he, what was the other thing he did? He kind of made this like face that a dog would make i don't know <laughs> he's just it was <laughs> yeah, eyebrows of sorts kind of yeah, like yeah. a dog he just kind of like i don't know he just kind of did like this winky face at the camera or something i don't remember <laughs> anyone, oh yeah do you i remember, remember that i remember I, that part. i saw it and i looked at you and i was like did he just make a face i remember that dinosaur? that was that was really strange it was really weird because it was kind of like i see you yeah camera. i don't know stuff like that makes me seem like this is not worthy of the Jurassic Park name, you know? Yeah. Like when it does stupid bullshit like that, it's like it makes it feel like this is a Jurassic Park TV show. Yeah. And this is just an episode of it. <laughs> Very expensive show. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like, hey, I'm a, I'm a dinosaur. Blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Bill Cosby dinosaur. What's going on with all these watermelons? Okay. So there was something I saw when I was a kid that was like really weird to me. It was kind of, uh, I don't know. I sometimes have memories and my dad's like, no, I think that was a dream. That didn't really happen. But there, I know this was a real thing. So I think we were in Salt Lake with my cousins at the zoo and there was an exhibit of um like animatronic dinosaurs and so it was weird because you were at the zoo so there's like a lion just like this movie and then there's a t-rex or something (laughs) and it was really it had to have been a couple years after this movie came out because i was probably i don't know seven eight maybe it was soon i don't know it was around the same time but i just remember like seeing that and i had seen parts of jurassic park and I was just like, oh my God, these are real. Like there was part of me that thought that they were real dinosaurs and that yeah. that was happening because they were in like, they were in a park and everything or a zoo and it was yeah. just 
creepy. And they were contained, obviously, because they were animatronics. It was creepy. I don't know. There was just like this. And I think it still <laughs> travels around because I saw at the, the zoo here in Denver, they had the same exhibit. They had an animatronic dinosaur thing. Do they still have that water world ride journey yes. to the center of the earth? Oh, my That's- God pretty cool yeah Um, if anyone's never been to Waterworld, look it up it's supposed to be the largest water park in the country it's up north a little bit it's like thornton north glen westminster whatever one of those things google knows (laughs) yeah google maps it and um there's this ride where it's almost like a combination of jurassic park and larry the scary rats from (laughs) (laughs) because there's even a pterodactyl And it's like, oh, don't worry. (laughs) You can get out of here. And you're in this. Does it have a British accent? Larry or the Terry the Pterodactyl? Well, is there. Not in the ride. They don't talk at the ride in in Waterworld. But you're going down this raft and the whole ride smells like pee. And so. (laughs) Dinosaur pee. But they redid the dinosaur, the big T Rex, because that's kind of the finale. And then you go down a big steep slide. And, but yeah, it's cool. There's, uh, like a brontosaurus and stuff but there was a while where that ride was really showing its age and like i remember oh i don't know if i ever told you this i went on it once and the jaw of the t-rex had fallen off (laughs) and it was just like dangling the rubber was there and you were just like it was disturbing it was like seeing a decapitated like person or something it was missing so it was pretty funny but that's a cool ride i'm sure there's videos well, of it well on YouTube. i have to say like don't we have to pour out a, a 40 for the jurassic park theme park ride at universal studios is it not oh, there it, anymore it's, well it's becoming like the gyrosphere am i okay. saying that right i think it's eurosphere but i would say that that journey to the center of the world or whatever that thing is called at Waterworld is the last thing you can do right now that's the closest thing to that Jurassic Park ride because it's got a T-Rex or whatever. I genuinely think we need to cheers and have a drink for the Jurassic Park ride because we don't know what the future of that ride will be. And to me, it was just the best ride. You can't cheers until we clink. I'm dehydrated. Clink. Ah. Cheers. Cheers to that. That was the best part of Universal Studios. So basically, at Universal Studios Hollywood, there's like nothing to do now, right? Because it was <laughs> the Simpsons ride. Well, there's Transformers Minions, and the Mummy. Shrek, the Mummy. There's, I mean, the studio tour. I mean, there's like eight or nine rides there. Yeah, really. And Harry Potter. Huge bummer that they are redoing that. It's going to be like the Indiana Jones ride and Chris Pratt's going to be there like pushing back at I don't know. Old do you, Blue. Is, is this franchise going to continue, do you think? I mean, with the end of this movie, it has to. The end of the movie is the dinosaurs going out into like LA. Yeah, but how are they going to fix that? <laughs> like the, the yeah. world, the world well, is over. Not, they're no? going to reproduce and then they're going to crossbreed. And then Blue now has T-Rex blood. So who yeah. knows what will happen happened to him i don't know they have to you can't end a movie where the dinosaurs are out in the u.s <laughs> well they and you're just, just did. like mm, i can't even yeah, imagine but the studio is not going to be like well we have to make that third movie because the dinosaurs are loose they're going to be but like <laughs> hey this movie didn't make as much fucking money as the last one did but it's also kind of like been there done that in some ways because remember the blockbuster scene in the lost world yeah when the T-Rex gets over on the boat and then it's like kills somebody who's trying to go into the blockbuster, <laughs> trying to rent a movie. So I don't know. I mean, there has to be a sequel. Yeah. Speaking of be. speaking of renting a movie at Blockbuster, yeah. I uh, want I want to uh, turn a little attention to a movie I enjoy called Carnosaur. Mm, I knew that was coming. And I feel like, you know, we watched a little bit of Carnosaur on my iPad when we were coming back from a trip. 
Yeah. And uh, you didn't watch a lot of it, but watched a decent amount. You watched a pretty good amount of it to see kind of what it was up to, you know? Yeah, yeah. The the dinosaurs were like hand puppets and stuff. In it. <laughs> I would say that's a better movie than than this one or the last one for sure. To me, Carnosaur was a combination of Pee Wee's Big Adventure, <laughs> Jurassic Park, Tremors, yeah. And some other movie. I just feel like it's those three combined. I don't really know why. (laughs) Don't ask me why or to justify it. I mean, Jurassic Park is logical because it's a, you know, carnosaur or whatever it is. But it's, yeah, it's something. (laughs) It's also like Jason and the Argonauts, like that claymation kind of. I don't think there's claymation at all well, I, think, I think it's toys in that are well, being see, it still reminds me of it like the one-eyed dude the what a cyclops from jason and yeah, the yeah, yeah where it's cyclops. like really old yeah, that. yeah the one-eyed dude the one-eyed dude yeah it reminds me of that really uh i don't know how how did they even shoot that movie did they just like put a little toy up in front of the camera and they're like i think ah. so yeah Something like that. Stop that, animation, you think? Yes, maybe a little bit, but not a lot. Uh, most of it was like forced perspective, just using like a hand puppet and a wall or something to make it look like it's a big thing. Was that a, a Kaufman or... Um, Roger Corman? Yeah, Corman. Uh, he produced it. He didn't direct it. Oh, but, yeah. But Seems he like produces he a some... lot of movies like that. Yeah. And I think they made three Carnosaur movies. They also made a movie called Dino Croc that was about a giant... <laughs> Crockpot? Yeah. And I think they made like I think they made like three or four, but as soon as like one stopped making as much money as it cost to make, they were like, "We are absolutely done with this." Yeah. <laughs> if only Jurassic World would have gotten that hit, but I think they made a decent amount of money on this. I mean, decent is probably yeah. An no, well, they did, but still, like, you, movie studios just take huge risks like this. But I rented Carnosaur during the Jurassic Park hype because they released it at such a perfect time to capitalize on that. And I remember just loving it because of all the gore in it because that was one part that I always wanted more of in Jurassic Park, the original. And, uh, you know, it was cool that they put Diane Ladd in it, who's Laura Dern's mom. (laughs) And she's, like, making women sick through something in the air that's making them become pregnant with dinosaur eggs. What? Yeah, and it's just such a stupid, Wait, crazy plot. Pregnant with so you yeah give birth to an egg. Yeah, they give birth to an egg, and then the women, yes. like human beings. Yeah, you, you don't remember that part of no. In Carnosaur? Oh yes, I do, because there was like a weird doctor. Yeah. wasn't it a woman doctor? No, it was. Well, yeah, it was Diane Lab, and she was like, and the, and the person died. Yeah, yeah, because whose mom is that? Laura Dern. Dern. Yeah, that's what I just said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm like, wait a minute. Let me just repeat everything you just said and act like nobody has heard this yet. But remember, like, that woman gives birth to an egg and it falls and it explodes and there's a bunch of green goo. And that guy picks up this puppet yes. of a dinosaur and, yes. he's, and, he's, and he's like, like moving it with his fingers. Yeah, he's flopping it. So I don't know. I think Carnosaur is a better movie than either of the Jurassic World that movies. That is quite a statement. To me, like, the best parts of Jurassic Park, the series, are, are Jeff Goldblum, Laura Dern, Richard Attenborough. Yeah. Sam Neill. Sam Neill. (laughs) (laughs) To me, the biggest bummer in Jurassic Park 3 is that Sam Neill and Laura Dern didn't work out. Like, she's married to someone because she wanted kids, right? Like, that was kind of the. I always thought that was weird in the first movie. They don't seem like they're together. Compatible. 
Well, well they're together. They are. Are they? But the, like, yeah, because he's all pissed about like. Yeah, Jeff, but he, and they live in the just, same trailer together. Oh they're, come on! They're just they re- were married. They're just researching. They're not married. Come on! <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, you're so dumb. They're not. Well, married. I always thought it was. I always thought that part where you know Jeff Goldblum's like, "Hey, that Laura Dern's a real hot piece of ass," and huh? he just kind of turns and looks at her like, "Yeah." A he, well, he, well, he turns and and looks at him and he's like, "Oh, are you guys a thing?" And he's like, "Yeah." Yeah, we are. I always thought that was him, like just, reassuring. Well, no. just just like saying that they are, but they are together. All right. I mean, <laughs> I never saw. Th- I, I think they kissed once or something. She's like she's like twenty in that movie. She's really Is she young. really yeah. She's like she's Ew. younger than she looks in that movie. Wow. Yeah. Because like she, cause I she feel did, like that like, was the '90s though. Everybody looked like well, she did Wild old. at Heart like right before that, and um, oh, and really? She, and she's like nineteen in that movie Seriously? or something. Yeah. She just has an old face. I guess so. I don't, but she's always looked the same age when I see her in Star Wars well, and she looks Pretty older Little these Eyes. Days. She in Pretty Little Eyes? I think so. Her Big Little Eyes, what's it called? <laughs> big, <laughs> big, big Little, little eyes, eyes would be very confusing, <laughs> contradictory. I just think that those are the things that make that movie, even the parts with Samuel L. Jackson and Wayne Knight, those are the memories that I have of Jurassic Park. Those are the memories I want to have and that I don't want disrupted by the other things that have been created. Even when Sam Neill shows up in the third one and Jeff Goldblum's in the second one, we're just you're just missing the yeah. key components of the movies. Which I would say is probably Steven Spielberg, right? Yeah. Because, you know, as much of like agree. as a mainstream popcorn movie Jurassic Park is, like when you cut it down, there's so much amazing stuff happening. With cinematography and staging and and everything with that movie, I agree. That's just been completely gone. Even in the second movie, he, like which he directed, like he, it's, I don't know. There's just nothing. He didn't have anything to prove, and so he's just been passing it off to all these other directors. And I would say this is a better one than Jurassic World, but it is still like kind of a stupid movie. I think the magic of Jurassic Park is the shock and awe of seeing these dinosaurs that you think are extinct. You think that there's no way they're on the earth and there's that moment when they get out of the Ford Explorer. (laughs) Ford out of plug there. But there's that moment when they get out of the car, they get out of the Jeep or whatever it is, and they're seeing the brontosauruses walking and you're just like, Yeah. Oh my God. Like you're there and and that's also just amazing that's I, I mean that was revolutionary yeah that's like one of the best moments in cinema history it really. was it's it, it is and i mean that was groundbreaking special effects when that took place and those types of things in the scene with the t-rex and the and the goat being eaten and then the car flipping over the side of that that containment wall and everything the little spitting thing that kills Wayne Knight. I mean, those are all things to me that are just like, oh, something new or like, wow, yeah. I'm like, you haven't seen it before. You've never seen it before in a movie. So yeah, it's And it had amazing. this build up and stuff. It did. You know, and you, you got to know all these characters and it's magical and then it's horrifying. I mean, it's like, and it felt like an adaptation of a book. It did. Whereas well, I mean, these, it was. <laughs> well, it was, but it had this backbone that it worked off of that is not in these new movies. These new movies are scripts. They're not based on exactly. books. 
So I don't know. It just felt like a more complete whole movie than anything that came after it did. And it's interesting because I think of movies that are based off of books. I look back on, you know, some of the movies that I think of, like um, The Hunger Games and Lucky Bones or, you know, I, mean, I don't know why I'm bringing up these horrible movies. <laughs> the Naughty movies. Bones? Is that what it's called? Lovely Bones? The Lovely Bones. <laughs> what did na- I call it? The naughty- Lucky Bones? <laughs> I said, well, I called it The Naughty Bones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's very naughty. But I, <laughs> And Twilight and just all the shit. And I've never, the only book I read was... Uh, the lovely bones but they even had the foundation of a written novel to go off of and some of those movies still suck like they're still terrible harry potter is amazing to me like i love those movies i love lord of the rings but yeah i would say the harry potter movies are better than the fantastic beasts movies because they're based on books whereas fantastic beasts are scripts yeah and i mean it's also again kind of a a prequel in a sense, right? Because yeah. Dumbledore, I can't remember who plays Dumbledore, but everyone is very young and it's kind of a weird universe that we're in. Yeah. And so that's just the weird thing when you get into sequel land or when you get into movies that become musicals or vice versa. It's just, yeah. I don't know. There's sometimes just some gaps that are there. And I think you it takes a lot of craft because Hellraiser to me, a lot of people will disagree and think that it's a really, you know, kind of gritty movie from the 80s but to me that is a amazing movie it's my favorite horror franchise and i think a lot of that is just the artistry of the novelist and i don't know they just can create a universe off of it and sometimes it falls flat (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes it sucks terribly and i just think it takes a lot of talent to be able to do an adaptation of something sure yeah especially when it kind of diverts and becomes something better yeah like the shining or something like that yeah and that's usually at risk of the author not liking it (laughs) yep not hard to do with stephen king coked out stephen king back in those days to me these movies are money makers they they do it not because of the like artist i'm sure they do if you ask them they're not going to say that they don't but they're doing it to make money well, They're yeah. iterating off of something that has been successful for that very reason. It's been successful and they know that they can make money. Things that are new concepts that are creating their own universe are riskier. They don't have a fan following. And I don't know. I almost feel like the audiences that love these movies, I'm afraid to like offend anyone, but fuck it. I never care if I offend anyone, <laughs> but I feel like the audiences that like these movies just seem to be looking for like a quick thrill. They're not looking for a movie they're going to reference 40 years from now and say it's an amazing movie. It's just like, oh, I went and saw that over the summer and it was it was good. But it's not something that sticks with them through their lifetime. And there are people that probably do. But I just think that that's kind of my thought of it is it's just a forgotten film over time. Yeah. Or it's one that you do a podcast on. Right, yeah. <laughs> it it feels disposable. Bit. Yeah. Whereas the first movie feels like, you know, just uh, a part of history. Exactly. The This movie will never be that. No. You You're know. not going to see this on like an AMC top 100 movies or but I, but I will say, like, you know, it does feel kind of like a universal monster movie. It does feel like the the Wolfman or something like that with how it has like this gothic stuff at the end with it, that raptor, mm, into raptor mm-hmm. howling in the moon and stuff like that. But other than that, there's nothing really interesting in this movie. Unfortunately, I was really excited about that. That being said, I still think it's the best of these Jurassic World <laughs> the movies. Yeah. <laughs> the one visual in the movie that I thought was really stunning is when the uh, gyrosphere goes off the side of the cliff and all of the dinosaurs are jumping into the water yeah. and the lava is coming. I thought that was really well yeah. shot. I have that. I 
have in my notes here that that was a children of men shot because it's like Ooh. it's like one shot yeah when they're underwater and then they're looking all around and you see the water starts coming in and then chris pratt comes in and shoots it in but it's all like one shot and it that's totally an homage to children of men because it does yeah. shots like that all over the place that's also a horrifying like to me that is one of my worst nightmares i feel like i am bound to die in water or on a plane which is not good to say because i'm <laughs> flying tomorrow yeah but i just feel like just the idea of being caught in something and water is coming in and you know that your death that just your impending death is upon you i just think is a horrifying concept and most of the time someone with a gun or a chris pratt isn't there to like save you you're yeah. probably just gonna die and that's pretty horrifying to think yeah. of. so i also think the thing that is weird to me in these movies is the t-rex in jurassic park is bad yeah he is the bad dinosaur. If anything, <laughs> yeah. the good dinosaur is the velociraptor. Well, they, they Godzilla'd him in these franchises. Yeah, but now all of a sudden he's like coming and saving them from the yeah. Endoraptor. And then what was the one in the last movie that they made? The Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex. And there is always a scene in these movies. Always. It never fails. Where the T-Rex stands over something. He just did something amazing. And yeah. he does his like roar. And they do it every movie. Well, it's they, so weird. Well, I thought it was interesting in this because the last shot in Jurassic World had the T-Rex walking and then roaring over this vista of the whole park that, yeah. was, de that was blown up and everything. And it was this shot that was like kind of a tracking shot going around it. But in this movie, they kind of, they sub in blue for the T-Rex. Blue becomes the T-Rex, like the deus ex machina that comes in and saves the day. Yeah. And then the final shot of this movie is that same exact shot with the camera moving around and then blue screaming over yep. Los Angeles or something. And I thought that was really cool. That was actually like something smart in this movie. Yeah. Few and far between, but... Um, I just, I don't know. I It's weird to me that Blue is a pet that's somehow obedient. It is a <laughs> fucking velociraptor. That is yeah. silly as hell. And you and I... think I, that whole concept is stupid. And, and you and I are familiar with the concept of clicker training. And I think, yes. that, and I think that Chris Pratt does it completely wrong in this movie. Because <laughs> he's just like, look at me. Click, 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 well, click. Well, he's click, also... <laughs> and he's also just a nightmare because he's so confusing. He's like, oh, nope. Uh, oh, yes. Uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, I would be so fucking confused i'd be like oh what do you want me to do <laughs> so um again oh my god yeah it's it's clear that nothing is really in the room with him when they shot that <laughs> yeah. and that they added in all this stuff in post but but they should have brought in an animal trainer on set to be like you're fucking clicking that thing way yeah. too many times like the thing's not obeying you don't click no yeah i thought it's weird it's a decent film i watched it on the plane i will say that as i was getting off the plane because the flight was an hour and a half and the movie's almost two hours that I did continue watching it as I was walking off the plane <laughs> because I was like, as soon as this like Southwest Wi-Fi kicks, like kicks off, I'm not going to be able to, to watch it. And it was right in the last five minutes of the movie. And so I wasn't going to see it. And um, so I, I, I was inclined to finish the rest of the movie and not watch and stumble over a small child that was in front of me. <laughs> so there's something to be said for that. I just think that these movies get a little bit too mainstream and they should just be left as the classics we know them as. And that's right. what they should be. Yeah. Not money makers. 
Right. But I get Hollywood and I get that's how it works. And in order to fund these classics, we have to have some money makers. That's true. So I appreciate it for that value. So please make a fucking better movie with all the money you made for um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Well, b- before we uh, wrap this up, I just wanted to go through a couple of notes that I had. Oh, about, please about stuff. do. You were writing them by hand. Yeah. Well, I got, I, this, I, I got this iPad Pro and it's way easier to take notes on a movie with your hand than it is, is to it? type I'm them. a faster. I think so typer so well it takes a long time either way but (laughs) i was able to quickly jot down notes on this but uh bd wong we didn't even mention him on bd bd probably showing the most authority that bd's ever been in this franchise interesting uh choice that he did where he rarely took his hands out of his pockets when he walked really fast down the hallway like his pant pockets i didn't notice well his pants his pants and or his jacket pockets or maybe both okay pant pant and jacket yeah yeah but I thought that was interesting. I wrote that down that in my notes that like he hasn't taken his hands out of his pockets once in this scene. And he's like walking halfway across a building with this guy and chasing him down a little bit with his hands in his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, interesting choice, BD. Yeah. Choice or how he normally walks. Yeah. Weird. And it's funny on, on our, we have Plex Pass right now and they add special features to it. So yeah. there's this little like 40 second interview with BD. And he's just, (laughs) he's talking, he's like, uh, he doesn't feel like he's doing anything bad. He's, um, just, uh, uh, exploring his, uh, um, um, uh, create, uh, creativity and, um, uh, he feels he really he's, uh, about yeah. He's saying I like 15 yeah. times. Because all these actors are just like, I don't fucking want to talk to you yeah, right now. Like, I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just making up some shit about they're this. They're like, what character. keeps your character up at night? <laughs> yeah. Too much caffeine. <laughs> they're like, I'm trying to eat a buffalo chicken sandwich right now. And you're sticking the stupid camera in my face. <laughs> oh, I love when people think they have the most creative interview questions. Cause then they get those answers or they yeah. get an angry Tommy Lee Jones. Please um, continue. Big ups to them for using animatronics a lot in this movie. For they cl- did? For close-ups, yeah. Like, anytime there's a close-up, it's an animatronic. Seriously. In, in fact, more animatronics were used in this than any Jurassic Park movie. Oh, I have a new appreciation for this so, film. That's yeah. really cool. So I, I didn't love know. I, and I could tell in a, lot of ce- in, in a lot of scenes. That's how good, like, the... That's crazy. Like, dinosaurs just work as animatronics. They they look more convincing as animatronics I than they do so. as CG. I mean, granted, I've never seen a real dinosaur to be able to say one looks better than a yeah. real one. But so I mean, that was really cool. I don't That's think that, awesome. I, I actually don't think this movie. What got enough. studio made the um, puppets? I don't know. Animatronics. I don't know. I They're should. like, let's just take them out of the ride before they <laughs> shut it down. <laughs> no, it would look like a like a butt <laughs> if they did that. <laughs> So yeah, big ups to them for that that's because awesome. Very because cool. that's I don't think they got enough recognition. That is for that. expensive to do that. Those materials that I mean all that yeah wow very cool. Chris Pratt's dino communication really consists of whistling because there's that one scene where he makes do they that... whistle. They're like <laughs> <laughs> they bang their head and they're like ugh, ugh, ugh. well there's that where. <laughs> It's weird because he's like, they're in that prison cell and then there's the, you know, the dinosaur with the bald head that, yeah. that knocks things. <laughs> what Chris kind Pratt's of di- like, I've seen that type of dinosaur. Chris Pratt's like, I'll, I'll do, I'll tell this dinosaur to, uh, you know, to knock this wall down. Check this out. 
I would just, just throw like, something at it to make it piss so that it really But he's just like whistling. I wasn't really whistling back. Yeah, that was I, like a weird whistle too. Yeah, well, I didn't I don't want to whistle directly into the mic. And, Ooh, would that hurt it? Yeah. Would that hurt you listeners? <laughs> do you want like so what do they call that stuff? BDSM where you like <laughs> ASMR. Oh. <laughs> just tickling your ears. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, but he's just like whistling, and I'm like, does a whistle tell this thing to come knock a hole through? Yeah, the I don't know. That's weird. J- that's yeah, just yeah, a note yeah. that I had. Agreed. I thought it was strange that this one of a kind experimental dinosaur that will change the genetic course <laughs> of history goes for forty three yeah. million dollars at an auction. It seems like something that would go yeah. for like forty three billion dollars. Yeah. You know? I, and I wonder too, who is attending this auction? Are these just like Russian people? I think, that, from I think some it's mob like village I think or? it's like warlords and stuff. I don't see right. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. That they whole could thing. just get into the country, no problem. That whole thing. Uh, James Cromwell was in this movie with a British accent, yeah. playing playing like Doctor Hammond's. Was that guy like around before Doctor Hammond? Is that what they were saying? They were like peers. So every time I see James Cromwell, all I can think of is him being like a creep, creepy like scientist rapey doctor in american horror story yeah. asylum yeah what well, else I, is he in well i i think of him he's in a lot of movies he's How like can I change he's my like, perception he's like great in everything but i think of him as that footage of him protesting a town hall meeting for that uh something about animal abuse there was some, there was some like local laboratory that was drilling is this and, in real life yeah oh there was, okay. there was drilling into cats heads and stuff and he was jesus christ and he like came into this town hall meeting and he was holding up this sign talking about these cat these kittens getting their skulls drilled into him and then he got arrested and so apparently he's a, he, he actually american horror story to people yeah <laughs> but i mean like he's a great actor he's in so many movies and he's always solid and them he's never bad yeah, I'm sure I've seen him in other things. That's just well, a lot of people cite Babe Pig in the City as as a great oh, movie with him. Yeah. But I've never yes, seen that. Yes, you haven't. No, I haven't seen any of the Babe movies. So, um, directed by babe, George just Miller. Babe is good. When you get to Babe Pig in the City, that's where you you lose it a little bit. Well, did George Miller direct both of them? Because George Miller directed the Mad Max movies, oh <laughs> and then God. he made Babe, and then Happy Feet. It's such a good movie because Babe's like la la la. Do you remember the previews where they yeah, showed that's him? All that's all I know. That's all I know is La La La. And there la, were the mice singing. They were like, Blue Moon. Because I used to be like, I can do the impression of the mice from Babe. And I would sing Blue Moon. I can't do it right now because I lost my voice and I'm sick. But I'll do it on the next one. In, in another four months it'll come out everybody can wait oh wow okay that's yeah. a good movie yeah i've never seen it i don't know Aww. i know a lot a lot, a lot though and, the, and when you go to universal studios they're like and here's the pig from babe and you're like that pig is dead <laughs> <laughs> that pig is no longer alive well, what if they brought out this pig that was just this gargantuan yeah. huge pig i love when they, they bring like, out oh, lassie shit. and they're like it's lassie and i'm like that's not fucking yeah. lassie i want to be that this person. dog is 70 years old we should go heckle one of those shows yeah. with all the kids and just be like that pig is dead yeah. and bacon on my table fake lassie fake lassie <laughs> oh oh oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> fake lassie boo hiss so anyway in conclusion <laughs> i would say uh, i like this movie okay it's fine i would give it maybe uh 
two out of five in yeah. the Plex Files. I don't even know how to rate this movie. It's like between a three to me is like saying something profound about this movie. Yeah. There has to be something. Do you like it better than Jurassic World? I didn't mind Jurassic World. Where they lost me was with the kids, honestly. More Bryce Dallas Howard, am I saying her name right? And less uh, Chris Pratt and whiny teenagers trying to get laid. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Give it like a two, two and a half. <laughs> not a three. It's not okay. a three. The things that make it a two and a half or, you know, close to a three would just be, I mean, the fact that they use animatronics is pretty sweet. Yeah. I need to fact check that, though, because you thought that <laughs> Japanese probably. people were murdered by umbrellas for as like the number one cause of murder. So, right. I, I, yeah, I don't blame you for wanting to fact check that, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that that's the case. Um, yeah, I just it's just the Chris Pratt thing really for me. I mean, that's what it comes down to is like he walked with a crucifix up a hill to like on Easter. It's just a little much. It's trying a little too hard. Did you see that uh, Harrison Ford quote when they were talking about Chris Pratt? No. Well, they said Did that I like it. Is well, he like, huh, huh, Chris Pratt? <laughs> um, uh, um, <laughs> No, that, because they're working on that Indiana Jones movie. Oh, Chris Pratt is Indiana, in that. Indiana Jones 5. No, there's rumor that he would be in it. And they God. they asked Harrison Ford, they were like, so what do you think of Chris Pratt being involved in this? And he said, well, it's either him or me. There's not going to be room for both of us. So Financially. He meant like no, I No, I think he said, I don't want this guy in my movie. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I think that's what he said. He's like... I'm Indiana Jones. This will be the last movie that we do. Don't put some other guy in it. No, they don't want to Shia LaBeouf all over it. So. Yeah, because that didn't work out last time. No, Shia LaBeouf needs to stick to like Nymphomaniac and shit. Like, yeah. see a music videos. That's where he belongs. Yeah, so I don't know. And, you know, James Gunn got fired recently for from Guardians of the Galaxy. And Dave Batista, the wrestler who plays Drax, has been like so supportive of him and stuff. And he's even been like, I don't want to even work for Disney anymore yeah. because of this. And Chris Pratt's been like posting Bible verses and stuff and saying like, I've been deep in prayer about God. this whole thing. And it's like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, that seems that like, that seems like, like such a cop out. Does that, if you're like hearing voices and you think they're Jesus, <laughs> like if you didn't say you thought they were Jesus, people would think you were fucking off your meds. Yeah. And, and right. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's always, to me, it's always interesting when people are like, you're in my prayers. I'm like, can I bring you like, can I donate blood yeah. for you? What can I do to actually help you yeah. other than just like be passive? <laughs> it, it always reminds me of when we saw, I don't remember the comedian's name, but we saw this guy. Open Norm McDonald. Well, he opened for Norm McDonald. He was something the atheist. Yeah, it was like the atheist comedian or something. Yeah. It was it was dumb, like that whole thing. But it got a little, it went on a little long. But, it, but his opening joke was saying like, when something bad happens and someone says, you know what, I'll pray for you. Yeah, It's really the least I can do. And he goes, you know, I think that really is the least that you can do <laughs> it, it's just so that's so yeah he's just you know i appreciate every i i appreciate freedom of religion i appreciate everyone's ability to have free thought and believe in what they believe i just there's just it gets a little in your face sometimes i don't say like i was meditating with my ass in the air and uh had this revelation i just say like went to the supermarket today i don't know like it's just weird to like i don't know what you're talking about i'm just saying like my prayer or whatever would be like meditation or like 
therapy. I don't know, but I'm not like went to therapy today and had a great time. Like my <laughs> mind is clear. Like my therapist gave me great advice. And so when people are like, went to church and like found my faith in Jesus, like you just have to be like, have you ever, I don't know. I'm just always yeah. like, have you ever seen this person? <laughs> like, but Dave you- Batista said like, he goes, I know uh, Chris hasn't been wanting to say much because he's like religious or something. Did he say <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> but I don't know. It's they're, not that religious people piss me off. It's just that like Chris Pratt to me as a yeah. person is annoying. He just casts a strange specter on He's every just trying uh, too in hard. all of these non-comedy movies. I will say good in the Lego movie. Probably the, yeah, one of the best faces in it. He's probably great. one of the best parts of the Lego movie, which I, I didn't. I loved him which, in Parks and Rec. Like yeah. I loved Andy in Parks he was, and Rec. He was transcendent he was so in good. that in he that was part. Yeah. He was so good. I like that Chris Pratt. But what ha- what the hell happened? I don't know. Like his sense the of humor. He probably fell on the crucifix, and that's why it feels like it feels like he's been body snatched by Donald Sutherland. You know, like he's. Um, it feels like somebody else. Body snatcher. It just sounds. feels like a different person if you yeah. lo- if you look at them. But I guess that's what acting is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like there's an emptiness in him as an actor lately. There's just something. Yeah, I, I just hollow. I just don't feel like it's it. You get the value from it if you're paying him exorbitant fees. Yes, you know? I, I don't feel like it adds anything to the movie. Yeah, I think he's yeah. just a weirdo. I think he is in himself and his body these days, and that's probably why his marriage kind of fell apart. Unfortunately, yeah, maybe. and I think Anna Ferris is doing pretty well <laughs> these days. She seems yeah. a lot happier. I will say. I maybe, I haven't seen. Maybe she's actually she's been getting doing. some now because I know Chris was always giving it to Jesus. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I mean, two two and a half for this movie. I think. Um, yeah, giving it to Jesus. She's giving it to Jesus all the way in the A. So it's it's fine. Yeah. Would I watch it again? No. <laughs> I was like, are you asking I me? Wouldn't even, I wouldn't even be buying a, a Jurassic Park movie with, you know, like a box set with all five of these. Yeah. I'm good with just the Jurassic. I think we just have Jurassic Park on Blu-ray, like the 25th anniversary I we, edition. I think we have three. I think we have the trilogy. We have all three. And I'm fine with those. I don't feel like we need to add to that. Yeah, I Let's mean, just continue to add yeah. to our Plex library. And, <laughs> you know, So this movie is available on iTunes for rent. It's uh, If you right. even want to watch it after we just <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> or you can just go look at Chris Pat's Instagram, yeah. which is just as interesting. And otherwise, it's on your Plex if you are so inclined <laughs> you, you, you to add it the, to your Plex. If you do that Plex thing. If you do that Plex thing. Hey. I do encourage, you know what? We're up to 1,900 movies in Plex. Yeah, and we just, we got a Plex Pass subscription. Yeah. And it has been saving my balls uh, lately. I because, love it. Because I've been watching it on planes. I can watch, I watched yeah. Mighty Ducks 1 and 2. On I filled my iPad up with Dragon Ball Z and I watch it. When, filled it up with dragon balls yeah i filled my balls up with, <laughs> <laughs> and it's been great and and on my ipad it has the picture in picture thing so i can like nice. work on, i can work on yes. some stuff while i got some dragon balls pretty playing. cool and i wouldn't be able to do that without plex pass so you know please uh, give us <laughs> give us money plex and this <laughs> or, is our 50th episode yes yes it is how did we not start the podcast yeah, with that we I need to go back and add that in uh, no this I, is our 50th <laughs> episode and yes we are that behind we sincerely apologize i've been traveling almost every week yeah. and uh lost my voice the one time we were both off for 
Thanksgiving. So I'm back on a plane tomorrow. So we're just finishing yeah. this in at like nine o'clock at night. And but I, I do think we're going to do a quick catch up episode where oh boy, we talk, get where, ready we, for where it. we just, because we've been watching a lot of stuff, but it's not stuff that we'd have enough time to really like do, an, hard, do yeah. a full episode on, but we do want to talk about it. But it's going to be awesome stuff. because there's a, I mean, we're going to be talking about um, Sabrina, the new show that's come out on Netflix. Yeah. We're going to be talking about American War Story. Yeah. <laughs> you will you be talking not, about. <laughs> you've not watched it because you hate it, but I've been, I watched Hill, the whole thing. Hill House. Uh, Haunting of the, yeah. you have not even finished it. I don't think you've watched Sabrina either. Haunting of hill house which yeah I'm not gonna spoil it but mm. and uh two of my favorite movies hereditary and mandy yes i'm, I'm excited to talk about those i did watch hereditary on a plane the other day and yeah. i was not smart with children around me <laughs> so i'm actually really excited for that catch up even though i think it's yeah. a lot of content to throw in i just think it'll be it's a lot of really good stuff it'll we've be just watching. like a mini episode it'll be nice but we it'll yeah. be nice to kind of like purge all the stuff that we have seen yeah. and want to say a few things about without having to dedicate an hour to each one but this movie deserved it because there yeah. was a lot to talk about there's five jurassic park movies <sighs> now and uh this is the fifth. yeah <laughs> so so anyway uh thanks for listening thanks for your patience it's been a few months since ladybugs but uh we probably will be back at it on a semi-regular basis and um we really enjoy doing this and thanks for listening and uh we should probably i say we end this with a song yeah. it's our 50th anniversary yeah and, and I, so we I was flew gonna... in john williams <laughs> no we didn't we flew in okay we, flew we in... threw we flew in sean williams which is just as good no we what <laughs> sean williams. <laughs> no i i think i think john williams canceled so i flew in don was from was not was i don't know what that is <laughs> You'll know them once they play the the song. Oh, are you for. singing it? Yeah, because I was ready, but you go, man. Okay, okay. So cue uh, it up. Yeah, I'm boom, ready. Boom, akalaka laka, boom, boom, akalaka laka, boom, boom, akalaka laka, boom, boom, akalaka It was a night like this forty million years ago. I lit a cigarette and then the party started to grow. That Chris Pratt was spitting fire. His body was full of ice. He prayed to little Jesus. So I called his ex-wife. I went with Anna Ferris. I went with Anna Ferris. Open it up and spread your legs. Everybody wants the honor. Eggs. On an eggs. Gonna soak it on the floor. Everybody wants your mama's sores. I'd like to eat with Chris Pratt and then go out with Bryce Dallas Howard and her father, Ron. Chris Pratt landed on my face with a crucifix and Jesus was he. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for running with that. I appreciate it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't help it. You no, know me. I'm it, all about it. like all I had. Robbing. All I had was the reveal on that bit. I didn't I'm have sorry. anything else. So I, I'm, I'm glad I, you took it. I would like to end this, though, with. I surprised you. He's been in the closet. <laughs> John Williams is here. He's oh coming God. out the closet. John, how are you? Oh, hello. Oh, John, you are 
here. <laughs> yes, and I'm very horny. Oh. Does anybody have any French horns? Oh, well, um, no, but I do have a vagina that you could have sex with. <laughs> well, that's very charitable of you. I, I, all I really needed was a warm meal and uh, an Uber back well, to the airport. <laughs> but, I'm just giving you my hot pocket, so there's well, your warm I meal. I appreciate that sniz. <laughs> Well, John. So why am I here? <laughs> John, you are here to uh, to christen this fiftieth episode of the Plex Files. Yeah. And um, there's really only one way to um, knight this ceremony yeah. of, of fifty. So, um, if if you don't mind, John, I would really love to have you <laughs> sing the song that you're about to sing. This was not wise, because now how are you going to sing? I don't oh, know. Oh, now I am John Williams, because <laughs> I'm hitting that snizzy pocket. Hey, hey, John, sing that song that you sing. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I'm delighted. Is he Australian? No, I think he's from LA. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, all right. Um, um. I would I would love to just jizz all over this episode for you. So <laughs> here's my fifty piece band um, in your nook. <laughs> I do have a song. Fifty pieces for fifty episodes. I get it, John. Yes, I'm fitting it all in where I can. So take it. <laughs> oh, all right, you plexi files. I have a real treat for you, and a one, and a two. And a three. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic. Thank you. You may all leave the room now. Wow. File out. Man, you can't even. The, the subtlety of the 50 piece band is unheard of. You wouldn't believe it, but those were all 50 different instruments making that sound. Man, those violins and horns, they really sound like a human voice. They really are a delight, I will say. I do like to just sleep with them all around me in my circular bed that's made for an NBA player, even though I'm only five foot zero point one. So, John, now that we have you here, I just wanted to get a quick scoop. I heard that you did the score for... Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, ah, the new Disney park. Yes. What's that going to sound like? It's going to sound like 50 different instruments playing the same sound all at once is really the most exciting way I can answer that. I do have a little sneak peek for you if you would be so inclined to open your ears and your ass for this <laughs> deep-toned song. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that just <laughs> such a treat? Wow, that was I, I was not expecting it to sound like that. Can you believe that I played all of those instruments by my own body? <laughs> I sure can, actually. Yeah. I can too, John. Thank you for... Wow. I I mean, people are going to be hopping online 
from all over the galaxy just to hear that music. Thank yeah, you. I mean, what a treat. And God, what a way to mark 50 episodes by having someone like John Williams on. Speaking of marks, it looks like you shit your pants all over our nook. <sighs> um, and actually, you aren't wearing pants. So weird. Yeah. Um, so here's a towel to just kind of wrap yourself up and uh, thank you again for this magnificent treat. Oh, it is such a delight. To me, Fallen Kingdom is about music and sex. So I am here to give you both of those things. Yeah. You didn't even have anything to do with the music of this movie. It is true. <laughs> <laughs> So are you leaving, like you said, or are you... I saw on my way up here a nice little stair that I might sleep on because I am only 5 foot 0.2, but I will leave my 50-piece band with me to slumber me off tonight, night dreaming. Yeah. I don't know what that means. You know, that 50-piece band great. that you keep referring to is actually a dead mouse in your pocket. <laughs> Oh, Timothy is indeed a 50-piece band because he has been stepped on by all 50 pieces <laughs> of my band. <laughs> all right, John. Well, well maybe you, you can't should sleep go. on our stair. We called you an Uber. The, the driver has passed his background check successfully in India. So good <laughs> luck to you. Oh, thank you. May I use your restroom and shower before I leave? I don't uh, fucking I mean, care. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I just washed it, so yeah. or cleaned it. I don't know. It's fine. He's fine. I yeah. I mean, I guess it's fine. Oh, thank you. I do enjoy good shit in the shower. <laughs> All right. Ah, John. you're a waffle stopper, John Williams. Ah, uh, yes, I am good at waffling my <laughs> women and my egos. Ta-da! That means good day. GD. GD. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, John. Uh, Jesus, that was way longer than I expected him to be here. <laughs> Seriously. Can we cheers to John Williams, yeah. everyone? Cheers. Well, here's to 50 episodes. We started with Don't Breathe. Oh, wait, I'm back. I wanted to let you know that I usually play at the Hollywood Bowl, but tonight I just played in your bowl. You're welcome. All right, I'm going to go clean up that. Uh, shit firecracker that was just lit in my toilet. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's really gone. That's just me now doing it. Oh, okay. I was confused for a little bit. <laughs> I've been doing it this whole time. Oh, geez. All right. I know I have the body of John Williams, but I'm not. <laughs> well, anyway, thanks for listening for 50 episodes. It only took us two years to get to what where most people get to in one year. But yeah, <laughs> yeah but... That we appreciate your patience, and uh, hopefully we'll keep doing these on a regular basis. We will. We've promised that like 17 times, so eventually we'll mean it. Yes. Thank you for your love. Thanks for the memories for Blue Cross and Blue Shield for the hip that never healed. We thank you so much. All right. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Go on and on. All right, got it. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh.
Dig up, dig up dinosaurs?